You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So I don't understand. This was for the 4th of July or yes. for Veterans Day celebrations? Like what what exactly Whenever I felt like doing it, I would just uh, I would dress up like that. Because you know, there's really only one holiday where it would actually apply to. I know. And even then, I don't know if people still do that or not. But uh, back then, I it didn't really apply it anywhere. It's really strange. It was kind of odd. I was kind of a, an, an you, odd child. And you had shoes with buttons on them. I had shoes with buttons on them. You know they wore buckled shoes, not button shoes, too. Oh, I don't know. These were like some pretty old-timey shoes, though. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right. Uh, before we before we get into this, we're going to explain what it is that Sarah's talking about here. I think. I don't well, know why it, it's so weird. You're the guy that dressed like a weirdo for Halloween. Well, we'll get into that here in a second. <laughs> we'll, we'll, like I said, we'll we'll talk about what what this is she's addressing here. Before we do that, though, I want to remind everybody that we have a fantastic event coming up tomorrow, and that is Fun Employment Radio Bingo it at is. the Landmark Saloon, and courtesy of Small Town Brewery. And we are so excited to see everybody down there. Yes, uh, Small Town Brewery, of course, the founders and proprietors of Not Your Father's Root Beer, which is yes. basically alcoholic root beer, which means that we're going to be having uh, alcoholic root beer floats. Yes, which indeed. Are going to be amazing. And it is going to be uh, starting off at about 6 p.m. Uh, 6 p.m. right down there at Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. So we want to see everybody down there. Now, we've had a couple of questions about it. One, there's going to be awesome prizes. People have been asking about the prizes. I just confirmed some of the prizes and like right before we came on air and they're like pretty literally good. like, like literally perhaps our mm-hmm. other fine sponsor next adventure is contributing some things oh my maybe goodness. and then on top of that we've got of course some fantastic drinks from small town brewery we've got maybe some things from landmark saloon oh maybe, some, gosh, things maybe from some things from us oh my god so many things it's, to be one it's gonna be great so uh come down then and somebody asked if we're provi- providing daubers we probably won't have daubers. We'll have markers, though. You won't have to worry about that. We'll have markers or stickers we'll something. or something along those lines to yeah. uh, to to mix it up. Also, but if you do have a dauber and perhaps a lucky trinket that you'd like to bring, by all means, bring your sparkly My Little Pony. You are, bring your collection of assorted daubers that you have in some sort of felt carrying case. Oh, so is that how people do it? It's like like the hardcore pool players. A lot of old ladies have like these like hand stitched, like handmade, basically like carriers where it'll be like something in the middle where there's like a container in the middle with a well. They're carried like their uh, good luck charms, uh-huh. and on the outside there are all these little pockets where they can put their assorted different colors of daubers around. Oh. It's basically like a basket. So like when somebody's like a, a really good, a really good pool player, they have their own you know custom, totally. uh, custom cue bag or, yes. or like a like a custom bowling ball of custom daubers. Custom daubers and custom. Is like there a difference in the quality of dauber? Does it oh, affect the is. play though? Really? Because oh, I mean, I it's a game know. of chance. It's isn't a game it? of superstition, is what it is. Okay. So I mean, now I, I want a custom dauber. I kind of want daubers. Like daubers. Do you get are it fun. like with your face stamped on it or something like that? Like what do you put on it? No, it's, it's like, just like a color. Oh, that's it. There's yeah, nothing. But like, you can pick. You can't like get like a logo stamped into I it. I mean, or? I'm sure you could get a logo stamped, but daubers are kind of. I want something where when I came there, like everybody knows. Oh yeah, Greg's been here, and they can tell by the card. You know that was mine. Like a signature. It'd be like a sword or a snake eye. A snake eye. That's what I wanted to do. Like when a I, dot. That's yeah. what you wanted no, to be. No, no, like a like a snake eye. Like yeah, when I stamp it. 
Be like, ooh, wow, watch out. Greg's been here. This must have been a real, real hot event. That's what the kids will say. Tomorrow night, Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. Wow. Why don't we bring on our super secret guest Wait, here. but it's going to throw everybody off because he's so super and so secret. Well, I know it's a lot. It's a lot to bring on right now because it's been a little while since we've had our super secret guest on. But ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes. The mystery. The mystery. Who shall it be? Oh, my goodness. It is a mystery. It's Aaron Duran. Oh, my God. What's going on? Aaron. Hello, Aaron. We're so happy to have you Me here. Me, too. It's like every 90 days I get to be on now. I know. Well, we all have like all of our crazy like schedules and different jobs and things. Right. Different projects that we're working on. I know. I wish none of us needed day jobs. <laughs> I know, right? Yay, day jobs. But it helps with the flow of creativity. Yes. Or something. Yes. Or money. Yeah. Money is the flow. Excellent. Yeah. Did I say creativity? I meant money. Yes. <laughs> yes. I will. Um, unfortunately, like the lovely Jen won't be able to be there because she has a work function. Oh. But I am going to get to use her special bingo daubers. Oh, she's got daubers. No, she's got a selection of daubers. Oh, yeah. She keeps them in the car at all times in case she ever wants what? to stop and bingo. Wow. All right. Tell us about her special bingo daubers. What makes them so special? Uh, I think it's just be. I think she actually keeps a tiny troll car in between the seats, too, with the daubers. <gasps> Yes. She just oh, loves bingo. I forgot bingo. the troll doll is a, is oh, yeah. a staple of the, bingo, too. The troll too. doll's a big deal. Oh, because yeah, the jewel the f- in its belly can be uh, determined yep. to be And don't lucky. fucking fluff someone else's troll doll hair. Oh, and you're not supposed to touch somebody else's. Okay, now wait a minute. Oh, we right? need women will end you. Okay, let's oh, start yeah. to start, because I don't know about these superstitions. Like, we're hosting it. You can't touch people's special... No! No, you don't Okay, so when they go daughter. down there, they go down, like, I understand how bingo works. We're going to have the cards. I hope I understand it, because we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're running it. Right. Uh, but they get their card. We're going to fake it till we make yeah. it. But And I know how to call the numbers. Don't understand that part. So they set down their bingo card, and then they line up like their special trinkets around yeah, the card? Yeah, well, a lot of them do the two-handed, too, because, because A, how many cards are you going to have per player at this thing? Uh, well, it's going to be one card to start so off. So it's going to be one card yeah. with multiple, games. multiple rounds. Okay, because yeah. I know yeah. like players like they like you watch the hardcore ladies that do uh-huh. the, and it's almost mm-hmm. always ladies that do the bingo. Yeah, like they buy like four cards. Oh, I know we're not going to have the, so. And you can do the. You can't tell because it's radio, but they're doing the fist thing. They're just stamping away, stabbing around. Because it is. It's mainly luck, but it's also speed. Because the first person that yells bingo, if some other woman's got the card, Has but the she same number, doesn't yeah. say it in time. Fuck her. Yeah. She oh, win. we're not now playing they, that game. Now, they got to come confirm it, and then, you well, know. Well, we do have to confirm. Oh, we're going to have to be. Yeah. So, if somebody calls bingo first. You have to confirm it. Like, we have so to make So, if two it, people call bingo during the same number call, we, whoever calls bingo first, yeah. they get they get the. Yep. Yeah, you've got to check. Oh. It's a lot of pressure. It's a, it's a lot, lot of pressure. pressure. That's a lot of pressure on us. Yeah, you mm-hmm. want a good dauber that gets the ink on there really well, but doesn't bleed into the other squares, because you don't want the other women to confuse to com- say that you're cheating by having bleed through. Oh, we don't want any mm. cheaters. So you need a solid no ink that dries the moment you touch it, because you can't have smear, you can't have bleed through, so you got to have that special good little foam tip dauber. Well, what we're going to do, since we have like a, uh, like, you know, we wow. don't have a giant bingo hall, we have a limited amount of space. So we're going to give everybody each their own individual card. So people are playing with one card, but we printed, I mean, yeah, we have yeah. A, quite a few of them for several rounds, but uh, yeah. it's yeah. going to be amazing. It's serious business. There's a lot of games per card, so it's going to, it'll last you a while. But, but yeah, Jen keeps hers in the, the car. So, so you've got you've got your special daubers, <laughs> yes. and then you've got trinkets. Now, what are the rules on trinkets? I can't run around and like touch. Don't their... you touch anyone's no, trinket? Touch like what are what trinket. are typical bingo trinkets? Uh, well, I've the troll seen, doll, yeah, troll little dolls, dolls, figures, beanie babies, beanie babies. Mm-hmm. Why um, pictures of their grand? These are my grandkids. They bring me good luck. So tiny jewelry, jewelry pictures mm-hmm. of grandkids, like in little wallet size, but tiny frames still. That's a lot of pressure on that little kid. What if she, this grandma's terrible? I mean, what she hate her well, grandkids it's not the after kids that? Fault, or? But. 
That's also all the good luck stuff. All um, right, so I'm looking at this. A lot of the good luck and the lucky charms. So many bingo fans carry lucky charms to their bingo games. There's mm-hmm. an endless variety of lucky charms, including family photos, yep. teddy bears, gems, horseshoes, and much more. Other bingo superstitions include different kinds of rituals, such as walking three times around your bingo chair yep. <laughs> before you sit down. Oh, wow. Also, I had no idea there was this much involved. One of the superstitions is asking the bingo caller to touch their uh, bingo card before they start playing. Yeah. Oh, I'll do that. You'll bless Anybody? Yes, cards? I will more. Th- I would be more than happy to bless any um, bingo cards if you would like me it? to. Oh, uh, the women that will put a cigarette in their mouth but not light it until the game's over. Oh, so to have it just there because that's good luck. Not the smoking of it, but having it—that's a big deal. Okay. Uh, what else? Well, uh, there's tying- a lucky pen, so we'll be providing things. I guess we can let people use their own. Pens, if they have a lucky. Pen. I don't have any problem with that. I don't have yeah, any problem with that either. Yeah. So people, we'll have, we'll have pens provided if you don't have one. That's not a problem. Play like a commoner, yes. right? Yeah. But you can bring whatever you want to use as a yeah. jobber. If you want to, yeah. You, you want to use some lipstick? You just go for that. Unless it's a really good color, that I'm totally taking it from you. Yeah. All right. Uh, so there could That's be weird. bingo players uh, have lucky shirts that they can wear. Yeah. Uh, they have their lucky bingo seat. So that's the most common of bingo superstitions. Or their lucky jacket. Or lucky Usually like jacket. a windbreaker. It's yeah. often a windbreaker. That usually has the concert that they saw back in 1983 <laughs> at a casino. Wow. <laughs> you know, yeah. All right. Uh, so most bingo players will also have a lucky pen, according to the uh, most well-known bingo superstition. If the lucky pen accidentally falls off the table during the game, it has to be entirely replaced with a different pen. Yep. And most we don't have players... an endless supply of pens. I'm just going to warn you right now. Yeah, I mean, you get the... You'll have a pen. Yeah, you'll get a pen. You'll get one pen. But, like... you know, you go through like five pens, we're going to be a little bit concerned about It's like the American flag. On. If you drop your lucky pen, you've got to destroy it and start over again. Yeah. Through the whole yeah. ritual. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Most bingo players' lucky pens are blue. Mm. Oh, really? To match yeah. their hair. <laughs> <laughs> Little cotton tops. Yeah. Last mm. time I played bingo was a couple years ago because Jen wanted to go to, I think it was Lincoln City for her birthday. Because she, okay. she grew up in Nevada. So you grew up in Nevada. You love, you you love casinos coast. and stuff. Sure. No, you want to go to casinos. Like, that's it. Oh, okay. Just casinos. Yeah. It's because yeah. you grow up with it. You miss it. <laughs> so we go out there and there's the big old like bingo hall. Oh, man. There's a bingo hall? All of them have big bingo halls. In yeah. casinos? Yeah. No shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, they all have. Like, it's a big deal. I mean, if you're well, shipping I, in all the old ladies, I would assume. Yeah, to, I mean, I don't know about I mean, that one. I mean, it makes total sense, but I've been there hundreds of times, and I didn't know there was a bingo hall. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Literally hundreds of times. Yeah, so, since I've been a, so, since I was a wee lass, yes. Yeah, Lincoln City has one. We went to, what's the other one? We went to, the one we went to was Spirit Mountain. That's what I'm talking about. Lincoln City has one, but so does Spirit Mountain. It has a dedicated... Okay. Spirit Mountain's like, a little bigger. They yeah. Might have, That's the yeah. one on the way to the coast, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we went there like for her birthday. And we're like, yeah, we'll play the... Because she loves the penny slots. We'll play the penny slots and get some breakfast and make it a casino birthday. But we go and do bingo. And there's like 100 women in this bingo hall. And they're all buying like six sheets because you pay like 10 bucks a sheet or something. Oh, the, wow. Oh, yeah. They're going at it. It's oh, hardcore. Man. What's the prize at 10 bucks a sheet? What do you get? The house gets a little bit of their cut, but like the price can be pretty decent. Is it like the cash prize? Yeah, there's every round. It's like, okay, this round is, they have traditional bingo where the first one to get the line wins, but it's like, all right, this round is a triangle or, uh-huh. you know, a cross or all these different ones or like total grid out, which is like one corner or the one that always pays the most is blackout where you can cover your entire sheet. It also goes the longest. Yeah. Um, so each round is different. It pays more depending on what it is and how many. Yeah. So I remember, though, we're like half an hour into this thing, and I bought like two sheets. Like Jen and I, bought, we're just goofing off, having fun. But these women are like fucking into it. They're going at it. And <laughs> I got I got bingo. Like I got a line on my two dumb little sheets just on one of them. And I'm like, woo, bingo. 
and they come over and like, hold ever, ladies, hold your daubers. We have to confirm it because it doesn't stop. They got to confirm it. And they're all it. glaring at you, just boring holes. Hold your daubers. Because the guy, so a handler comes down from the, from the ball collar, comes down, walks over to me, picks up my sheet. Looks, you know, hey, he has a card that actually shows the numbers that were pulled. Looks at my sheet and back, like, one at a time. Uh, let's see, B1, yeah, B1. Like, he's going back and forth, back and forth. And then holds it up and goes, confirmed bingo. And I won, like, 50 bucks. That's at awesome, this thing. though. It was cool. But the fucking death stares I got from the oh. old women. <laughs> you just see, because they can't play. They crumple up that round. And they just look at me because they know that I'm just a casual player. Oh, you don't <laughs> deserve I it. Fucking ruined. I don't. You ruined everything. I did. I ruined it all. And they're all looking at me like this stupid little bastard. <laughs> took, our, took our smokes money. But it was great because they just hold it up. Bingo confirmed. And they're like, oh, that's a confirmation. Prepare the next round. Get new sheets out. Da, 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 da. Oh, Greg, we need to figure yeah. out. like how, So we, we have to keep track of the ones that we draw. Yeah. All yep. of our numbers. Well, I assumed that because then we got to, yeah, we got to have the. I don't know. You're new to. I played more bingo than you. I don't know what you're assuming or not. Oh, but assuming. when it comes to verifying things, because that would be my goal. Somebody, ca- somebody Wait, so calls you want to be the verifier? Oh yeah, and then if they don't have it, like I'll shame them in front Judge of everyone. Them. Yeah. Then will you rip their card in half in front of them and be like, "No bingo for you"? I'll hold my hand out, you know, like in uh, Gladiator, and I'll just put a thumbs down, <laughs> and then I'll tear their card up. They so do don't cheat. Keep, don't try to cheat on they me. They do get to keep playing if you if you called bingo oh. out wrong. All right, but I unless, can still shame them, right? Un- yes, unless okay. it's a blatant attempt. Okay. Because there have been occasions where unscrupulous bingo players will yell out bingo because you lose your focus. You're like, your focus, your body, your uh-huh. nodding or whatever. And someone goes, bingo! And they come over and they confirm it. Now, they know they don't have a bingo, but they also know that the women playing next to them are concentrating really hard, so they want to break, psych them out. Oh, oh they just do it just at mind games? You're not supposed to, but sometimes oh. they do, and they go, and they go oh, I'm Aaron, sorry. Aaron, these, these are bad girls. The oh, yeah, bad, no, bad they girls. will mess you up. The bad girls of bingo. Yeah, then they'll get on the rascals and run your ass down. Wow. At three miles an hour, they will kill you. Huh. They're slow but relentless. Okay. Little blue-haired zombies. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, I didn't know That's this. That's just cruel. Yeah, I like the head games though. This makes it more interesting. Does it? Mm-hmm. Does Playing it make it more people. interesting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it does. Although well, I still don't understand how you can really cheat because Let's... we don't. I don't want to mess it up and like all these people. Like, what if we accidentally mess up and then everyone's all mad at us? Oh man, what are I've they going to do? We're you've got to be a pro. You've got to be a charge. pro. You've got to be a pro. No, we'll be in charge. We'll keep track. We'll handle our business. I saw one time a collar mess up. It wasn't pretty. Uh oh. What did the, the caller do? It was like it was like oh they called the wrong number it was or like B twenty three but they said D oh no oh my god so it was like they everyone went, and then he was like well we have a correction that was ugly oh my god that sounds like a lot of stress yeah women demanding the person not be up there anymore wanting their money back Sarah so how do you want to do this you want to trade off calling the numbers I don't know I kind of wanted to call the numbers no you don't know. No, you don't get to call the numbers. I, no, the whole I figured time. you get to do like the the like talk in between. Because wait, so I have to do all the hard work, and then you're just going to call the numbers? Yes. Oh, well, there's always like a little like you know. Vari- I fear speaking in public. Greg has to do that. Yeah. Besides, mm-hmm. Greg, did no one tell you about the variety act that always happens between rounds? That's yes. true. Yeah, I, do, I could do my song and dance. Yeah, you could do a little comedy. He was doing. Uh, he was rapping earlier. Uh, well, no, not How's really. Your, uh, I was writing a his song. Rap game is strong. How's your soft shoe though? Oh, uh, boy. Get a little up there? Yeah. The going? Um, yeah, we'll try it. Yeah. yeah. I'll give it a shot. I mean, you know, i got to warm up the knee a little bit. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Come on, my ragtime gal. Yeah, see? 
I think maybe my heart's on fire. Yeah, we'll get you a top hat and a cane. Yeah. Oh, you need to be like a suit or something. Oh Jesus, do I have to dress up for this? <gasps> I want to dress up like a little old lady coming back to like I I do enjoy dressing up. Mm-hmm. But so how are you going to dress like a little old lady? I don't know. I did buy some like gray hair dye that I've never. You're really going to dye? That seems like a little. <laughs> No, I think okay. now is the time you finally embrace your uh, your well, suit. My blue hair. No, the uh, like the the Hillary Clinton kind of a power like, suit. The power suit. Power suit. No, I thought I thought that, like if I was a bingo caller, I'd have to look like more religious, like wearing a sweater and pearls or something. Ah, uh, you could do that too. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you grew. Yeah, you're you're Catholic. Just grow. Just channel like the women that used to bring cookies at the end of mass oh i know exactly what it is it's usually like a like a light uh, lemon meringue yellow sweater yep. a collar yeah. but it has like uh it has like gentle scallops around it mm-hmm. you know like little little half circles around it good. Uh, perhaps a pin um, sensible shoes though. sensible shoes yeah sensible uh-huh. shoes right mm-hmm. uh skirt way past the knees well, you uh, can show, show a little bit of ankle, but let's not go crazy. A little bit of ankle. Yeah. Yeah, enough to not make Jesus blush. And right. I'm going to get some suntan. But to remind the boys about what it used to be like back right? yeah. in the day. Show them I was a little bit of a little bit of a slutty bingo announcer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some well, suntan uh, leggings some or uh, nylons. You gotta yeah. smell, and you got to yeah. smell like that powder that old women use. Yes. The old Avon like powder yeah, perfume powder. stuff. Yeah. Done and done. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to wear some pearls. You get halfway through a glass of wine and say, you're done. Mm-hmm. You're like, cut off. Can't trust yourself if you mm-hmm. have more. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. You can do that. Then I don't know what I'm going to dress up as. I think it's got to be more loungy, lounge singer act. Don't you have like that? You're always babbling about that powder blue tuxedo that you have? Yes, but it's going to be raining too much tomorrow. Or no, Well, it may not be raining, but it'll be the ground could be dirty. I don't want to be. I don't want to get that dirty. Oh, yeah, That's your my pants fancy do drag. Suit. That's oh. my fancy suit. Um, hmm. Okay, I'll have to come up with something. I mean, definitely I've got to showboat a little bit. Yeah. I've got to dance around. Can I stand on the tables when I call the numbers? No. Absolutely mm. not. You have a pipe? You need a pipe. Ooh, I do have a pipe, I think. Yeah. I think I've got one somewhere. Yeah, I can get a pipe. Um, can I flirt with the attendees? Yes. Like yeah. heavily. Like I mean, heavily. Not to the point where you're creeping them out and they like want to Like game leave. show host, like style, like... Boy, well, hi there, ma'am. How are you doing tonight? And then sit down next to him and like do a little like crowd interaction while I'm there and, and flirt with Ooh. him and then sing him a song. And don't forget to shake your glass when it's empty. Like, hey. Hey. hey uh, yeah. Bartender, barkeep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give myself a refill over here. That'll yeah. be very well received. Yeah. That would actually be hilarious to see you being removed from the premises. <laughs> During the middle of our night. <laughs> yeah. Can't call these numbers anymore until- I know the guys at Lamar. I don't think they're going to remove me, although I, I don't know what they would do to me if I started calling him <laughs> barkeep. Barkeep, I need a refill over here. God, the service is slow here, isn't it? Yeah, that'll, that'll probably get that me in trouble. That would go real well for That you. will go over really I well. I really think that you should just do that. That seems like a really wise <laughs> it's idea. It's a longer run than Flo's nylons Good over God, there. it's not that hard of a job, is it? Oh, yeah, that won't do too... That would not go over well. Ice, whiskey, and water. What else do you have to do, son? Come on. Wow. It's not like I asked for a highball. <laughs> Uh, and then he can smack you I'm on the not ass your and say, father's come on, root sweetie, you do it. You're not doing anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have not your father's root beer uh, root beer floats. That's true. It will be fun to dress like uh, old-timey if we're going to have root beer floats. Oh. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying it goes along. goes hand in hand. It's true. Yeah. It's going to be Well, good. we were going to talk about how you were making fun of how I dressed when I was a kid. Yes, we do need to get back to that. So, Sarah... <laughs> Sarah, so it's Veterans Day today. 
Just number one. Want to get that out there. Want to say thank you for your service. Thank you. Yes, thank you for your service. All of the veterans out there, um, we really, really, really do appreciate it. Um, and we we actually some of the charity stuff that we give to is to uh, veterans projects. Mm-hmm. But that is uh, that is not necessarily what I'm talking about right now. Sarah posted a picture today <laughs> of herself and her sister God, because her dad was child. in was in the military, as he was, was mine. Uh, he was in yeah. Both of our parents were in the navy. Both of our dads and. It's a picture of your dad coming back from the Persian Gulf War and posing with you and your sister. And I don't know how old you are in this picture. Probably I'm 10? About like 10. 10-ish? You 10 look or like 11, a, I think. look like a 10-ish age. I mean, it's like the, the awkward years, like where I'm just, I'm just a hideous child. Yeah. Just, <clears throat> okay. It's just terrible. Number one in this picture, you're both wearing the star shades, shades where the gla- the lenses are shaped like stars. Oh, yeah, and they're plastic and, like, totally crappy, and uh-huh. and I felt really cool, because I'm like, oh, my God, I have sunglasses on that look like stars. I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you have the same color hair right now. Where? As in the thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I like to mix it up. I'm going back. Return to innocence, Aaron. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the other things in it is you appear to be wearing some sort of a shawl of some kind. I was wearing a shawl. Now, please explain... Please explain this because you. Weird, okay, I, and then you've got these bizarre shoes. I'm trying to find the picture that you posted. All right, so when I, I was a kid, it, it looks like you're wearing your confirmation dress. Yeah, it isn't a confirmation dress. It's like <laughs> so when I was a kid, my sister and I loved playing dress up, as I still do to this day, as we're talking about tomorrow, how right. I want to dress up, and um, so love dressing up. And for some reason. On the 4th of July, and I can't remember if this is a, uh, what this parade was for. I believe it was for the 4th of July, probably. Um, but I like to dress as what I would call a pilgrim or a pioneer. And I have this like old-timey like patchwork dress. That's the one that I'm wearing that kind of looks like an apron. The, the patterns on it look like an apron, and there's like, white puffy sleeves underneath. And then there's uh, like a white like puffy shawl that I like to wear with it for some reason. And I just felt that made me feel extra patriotic. <laughs> but what does that have to do with anything? It doesn't have to do with anything. Just but for some reason, I just really liked it. I did it at Thanksgiving, where I'd like to dress like a pil- what I thought was a pilgrim. I don't know. Plus, what is... I can tell your sister has a, a Minnie Mouse wand. What the hell are you holding? Oh, duh, that's Pluto. Oh, oh never mind. I see yeah, it now. Uh-huh. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> Idiot, Aaron. Gosh, Aaron. Just shut your hole. Stop embarrassing yourself, Aaron. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so so there. I mean, what was the origin of this? Like, what made you obsessed with pilgrims? I don't. I just. I think it was the dress that I found, and I thought I felt that it made me feel like uh, like a Americana. If you okay, will. okay. I loved any excuse to wear that goddamn dress. All of the pictures of me growing up, like I wore it for years, in like all the Thanksgiving pictures. I had like my brown leather shoes with the buttons on them, and the Thanksgiving dress, my pilgrim dress. <laughs> I think you should reinstitute that. That's what you should dress as tomorrow. Well, I don't have the dress, and clearly I don't fit into something anymore that I had when I was 11 years well, old. Well, I mean, you can get another outfit and make it work. We'll I think that's see. what you should do. We'll see. I'll try and find something. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why you're staring <laughs> at me. It's your on? pilgrim dress. I'm okay. waiting for you to... I don't, I don't know. I don't Did know what's you have going the pilgrim on. shoes to go with it? I had, uh, I had these uh, brown shoes with buttons on them. They were like brown and they had like, uh, they were almost like, they went up my ankle and they had like a row of buttons going oh, up okay. on the side. Yeah, that's like like old timey. A little old timey. Yeah, that's old-timey. good. And they were like way too big for me. And I had the also these uh, fake wire rim glasses that had no glass in them that I would wear. To look like I can't glasses. judge you. There, when I was about that age, I think I was going through my overall stage. 
That's o- overalls. Did you chew on like a little piece of straw? Uh, I would chew on grass, yeah. <laughs> I would put a piece of grass in my mouth. And I liked my Oshkosh overalls. Oh, your Oshkosh bagash overalls? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, and they were corduroy because nothing says cool kid like red Oshkosh corduroy overalls. Oh, man. I loved me some corduroy growing up, though. Oh, yeah. No, that's really that's just like a bully tracking device. Oh. <laughs> because as you're walking, you're just... Like they can hear you coming from a mile away. Like, I don't know what that sound is, but I'm going to beat it up when it gets here. It starts to get smoother as your legs rub together. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like the corduroy starts to dissipate, and then it's just the. Got these powerful, wide, mexy thighs, man. That poor corduroy just didn't stand a chance. I know. Like every 60 days, the pants are like, please stop moving. (laughs) You fat bastard. No, I had a pair of light green corduroys that I would wear all the time that I loved. Yeah, and because you're a gross little kid, like if you sneeze on them, like that's not coming out. Ew. Ever. Oh, I never experienced that. That oh. is a gross thing. I was a sickly thing. child. Yeah. yeah. No, I've done that before. Yeah, see? Greg it knows sucks, because then you're stuck the rest of the day, too. Yeah. There's nothing you, you can do about it. Yeah, you can't be a little dirty bastard and, like, grind it into your pants. Like, Levi's, you kind of grind it in. Like, your mom's going to notice eventually and get mad at you. Yeah. But corduroy? Nah, it just glistens on there. And it's like, no getting rid of it. Oh. Uh. Yeah. And then all right, it's all like crusty. It'll get ever. crusty, too, during the day. Yeah, it does. It's gross. And you'll never get out of those crevices. No. Ever. No. And Sarah didn't understand because you grew up with Little Miss. I have cable and oh yeah, and water, you're fancy. But, yes, yeah, but so I had fancy. I had a six mile bus ride in the mountains every day. So yeah. school got out at three. My ass didn't get home till four thirty. So I had ninety minutes. Same same here. With, yeah. See. Uh-huh. Oh, that sucks. Yep. Yeah. And especially when you first start riding the bus before you work your way up the chain, you know, up the ladder. And you got to basically sit up front. Yeah. That's you're nowhere it. near allowed. No, to you get bus. anywhere near those those back kids. They're just waiting there. They're waiting to grab you, and then, and the then who knows what will happen sit. to you? Yeah, who knows if you get grabbed and thrown back there? The bus driver's not saving you. No, like, you're you're stuck. There's an understanding. No, nope. your ribs are getting seats? punched. Yeah, you know you're gonna have some kind of terrible noogie thing happen to and you. you. Better not tell. No, you don't talk about it. No, nope. nope. And your thigh is gonna get punched, and then you're gonna get like a dead leg, a lot of dead legs. Yeah. Those were terrible. That little pinch thing they would do, Mm -hmm. twist. Oh, the pinch and twist. Yeah. Yep, but you can't say a damn word. Do you ever have to chain? Do you ever have to put chains on your bus tire? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to Mm -hmm. do that too. Mm -hmm. What, like in the middle of the ride home? Because it was just too much snow. Yeah, Yeah, the bus driver sure shit wasn't going to do it. Mm -hmm. Not when she had all these strapping young men to go outside and put chains on the bus. Wait, isn't that child labor? Like she made you go out and change the tires. Sarah, this is rural America. Okay, that's true. That's true. I was busy dressing like a pilgrim. You were out there in the snow changing tires. I was. Shoveling roofs. Yeah. Had to yep. Had to get roof. up on there. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise it could cave in. It would cave in. You had to be careful. Yeah. And then you got to make sure the chimney's clear. And you're hearing your neighbors saying, oh, it looks like a wet snow. Mm-hmm. You know what that means. Yep. Better get up on that roof. Yeah. Good so you talking. keep your fancy. <laughs> Hope it doesn't freeze tonight. Yeah. Your fancy pilgrim with your shiny shoes. We'll do it with my shiny shoes with their shiny buttons on Greg them. Greg and I out there shoveling, digging. Yep. I'm okay with that. Corduroy wearing. Yep. <laughs> I am still waiting for uh, corduroy to come back. No. I enjoyed corduroy. Did you? I did. But would you now? I would. I had think a pair about of... that long and hard. There was a briefish comeback that happened right around like 2000. You know what? Maybe I'll yeah. make it start happening right now. No, because that was when it was still fashionable. That wasn't a comeback. That was that was kind of a still coming back it. around. I think. There was a gap in there. You should find. I think some it came back around for tomorrow. I bet you can find them. I, I just kind of want to find some corduroy pants for tomorrow. I just remember wearing some down in, and they were like fancy corduroy. It was when they when they came back, 
but I went to Texas and San Antonio, and I remember being in the bathroom. This guy in the cowboy suit walks up there. He's got some goddamn clown pants on, and he's talking to his buddy. I'm like, Jeez. oh, they're talking about me, huh? Wait, they're calling him your clown pants? They were calling him clown pants. No. Yep, because I wasn't wearing Wranglers. Anything oh, that wasn't Wranglers, yeah. yeah. Not Wranglers. Look at that guy's got some goddamn clown pants on. They were waiting for me to turn around and say something. I'm like, yeah, I'm here by myself, and there's two dudes who want to kick my ass in a Texas bathroom. I'm just not going to say it. should have peed on him. Yeah. Mark your territory. <laughs> Is that clowning you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that Clown enough been. for you. Yeah, that would have gone over <laughs> really well for me. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? I'm sorry. Can we pause for a second? My mom is calling, and she's supposed to be at work, and it's freaking me out. Can you guys talk okay. for just a second? This, she just never calls me in the middle of the day. Okay. What's what's up? I don't know. So, Greg, clown pants, huh? Clown pants. Talk about yeah. clown pants. I did. I mean, yeah, it was a brief phase where I went back into them. I no, I think it's a horrible idea. Like, yeah, e- no, I'm, even, I'm not going back now. Like, in the be- like, who thought, like, I know, this is a really good fabric design. Mm-hmm. Like, I get denim. It, it's tough. It's strong. Right. It's kind of fashionable. You can do things with it. Well, and this was a phase where I didn't have, I didn't even own any denim or jeans. I decided I didn't like jeans, and all I had were, like, it was a stupid khakis phase. and, like, dickies and, and corduroy you, stuff and all that. You see, you're about three years younger than me. So no, I don't you, even think I'm that much younger. You're what, 30? I'm 38. Oh really? Okay, yeah. then you then you know you remember Bugle Boys. I do remember Bugle yeah. Boys. Yeah, yeah. The Bugle Boy, the most awkward pant ever, especially during your first like real like boy girl dance. Uh huh. There's no resistance on a Bugle Boy. <laughs> None. <laughs> no, no. So that first slow dance, like <laughs> like you're you're doing you're trying to like you're up against each other, but the Bugle Boy gives no, and that was your dress pant back in the day because there was no uh-huh. such thing as dress denim. Yeah. So you put on the Bugle Boys, and all of a sudden like you. F- you feel it move. Yeah. Oh, yep. my God. And, and then you kind of shift your butt back. You shift your waist back a little uh, bit. And the girl has a look of like, please don't. That's not. No. No, I don't no, want to see no, it. No, I don't no, want to no, see no. it. No. She doesn't see it. She feels it first because it oh, just yeah. kind of like through the through the bigger boy kind of goes. Yep. And then you realize oh. it and then you. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. And then you, you can't. Have to, like awkwardly put your you hips kind of awkwardly like, let's do this. Because you don't dance. want it to happen either. But I mean, it's just happening. It just happened. You're 13 you, years old. Like you, you don't have control over that. I'm 39. And I barely know how it works. Right. Exactly. Tell it what to do. But when you're 13, it's just this really stupid but super dedicated little dude. Yeah. Who's just excited to be here. And there's no <laughs> resistance anymore. <laughs> we felt part of a boob. Get him. <laughs> oh, my God. And that girl just looks at you like, this is my life. I'm like, this is what I've looked forward to. Yep. <laughs> like, this is yeah, like this is the best. This, this is it. Is it what forever. You get. Forever. You know. Thank you, guys. Sorry. My mom's kind of sick, and she's kind of delirious. She's had the flu for like a week, and she's just like, have you talked to your father today to thank him for his service? I'm like, Mom, I'm recording the show right now. And she's like, oh, I'm, I don't know what time it is. I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, God, it's fine. Anyway, I already did because I'm a good daughter. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dylan. How are you? I'm fine. Um, Thanks okay. for asking. Doing pretty good. How's it going? Real good. Thanks. Real good. Real, real, real good. That's good. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, a story out of Portland, Oregon. Oregon. A Portland resident awoke to a scary sight this past week. Now, we've had all these random stories lately about people kind of wandering into people's houses, doing this and that and the other. There was a story out of Portland a week or two ago where a guy broke into their house and um, another man woke up to him gently kissing him and cuddling <laughs> oh, him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh. Well, this just happened this week. Uh, this happened on Monday, actually. A man, uh, a Portland resident, walked into a downstairs bathroom to get ready for work at about 6.30 a.m. this past Monday when he found a strange man 
sitting on the toilet with his boxer shorts around his ankles. He was also sitting there using the facilities and holding a knife. So the intruder ordered the resident to leave his cell phone and his clothes on the counter as he picked up his boxers and left the bathroom. So the burglar, who wore a black jacket, had no pants on him, was barefoot, then uh, ordered the resident to get into the bathroom and close the door. The resident, fearful that the man with the knife might harm his wife, who was sleeping in the house, opened the bathroom door slightly, and the stranger pulled him by the arm and said he was taking him upstairs. So the resident struggled with the man, was able to get a knife, uh, the knife away. And well, the, the guy's not wearing pants. You'd think you'd have an advantage there. I would think so. Yeah. So this, uh, he was able to get the knife from the pantsless intruder, and he ran out of the house. At the so it's 80th and Southeast Martin Street. I don't think that's too Southeast far. Southeast Martin. Where I live. Martins. Oh, it's M A R T I N S. Oh yeah. So police. Yeah, I know. I know exact. I've got a friend who lives right by there. Like right by there. Yeah. Is that where? Like one block away from there. <laughs> oh no shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. All right, so he was able to grab the, the knife away. So tell your friend to lock his doors. Um, poli- Portland rep- police responded with a canine unit to track the suspect. The burglar appeared to have entered the home through a back door that had been uh, forced open. Police found a pair of pants and tennis shoes on the back porch. No explanation as to why he took his shoes off. That pants. was nice of him. Uh, as police continued to search for the suspect, they got a call uh, that a man at a home nearby heard someone pounding on their interior garage door. When the door was open, a man with a light, scruffy beard charged at the resident, saying, It's on now. <laughs> the resident shoved the stranger out and locked the doors. Police uh, investigated the second attempted at break in. A third man uh, caught the guy, and we finally have a name for him as Ryan Allen Kane, 27 years young, trying to enter his home through a back patio and walked him to the police. Well, Ryan Allen Kane is in trouble, and he has been accused of two counts of burglary, criminal trespass, coercion, and menacing. He told police that it wasn't his fault because he had been on a three- to four-day methamphetamine binge. Oh, well, okay. And wasn't aware of what he was doing. Totally fine. Let him go. (laughs) Dang. So he has four prior felony convictions and eight. See, this is one of those, hey, you should move to Portland. These are the people in Portland. Mm -hmm. Four prior felony convictions and 18 prior misdemeanor convictions, including multiple driving under the influence, theft, and possession of methamphetamine. So he was currently on probation at Clackamas County, so he is going to be thrown in the clink for quite some time. He's in the Multnomah County Detention Center right now. You know what's happened? Hmm. They no longer have a home base, Greg. I know. They no longer They've have been dislodged. So They've now they're dislodged. scattering. Yep. They could be living underneath, you know, yeah. your steps, your front Everywhere. porch. Yeah. yeah they're they all have, over the place. They're yeah, wild. They're trying to find a new place to yeah, nest. Yeah, the mothership is gone. So they're trying to find a safe place to uh, ignore. They're just circling around. Yeah. Trying to find a new home. Are you my yep. mommy? Yeah. Are you den. my meth mommy? They need a new den. Yeah. Like when the Borg took over the Enterprise in first contact, they got to oh. reestablish the collective. Shit. Yeah. Like your house, your neighbor used to be... Like meth cube one, yeah, it's been disassembled. Dang, yeah. So the, dro- some... the meth drones are out there, like, mm. yeah, they're they're lost. They don't know where to go. They're trying to find something for everybody else. Aaron, I saw the saddest Ooh. thing today when I was uh, actually getting ready to ride my bike down to work. Oh, somebody had left a copy of Star Trek: The Next Generation on VHS out in the rain. Well, it was let's just see which one. Out there Hold on. Wait, is it an actual one or is it a home copy? No, it was an actual Star Trek TNG tape. A VHS tape? A VHS tape. I yes, mean... it's actually from the Avon collection. Thank you very much. I can tell. <laughs> uh, you know what? These are two shitty episodes. They're so. not very good. Yeah, Hollow Pursuit. Well, the most toys is kind of cool. That's, that's the what one. I thought. That's the one where Data is going to straight up murder a dude. Mm. And they have to disengage his disruptor while in Fish the transporter. That's not a bad one. So there's so that was sitting outside. And oh, then and Hollow also... Pursuits, that's, that's, uh, that's, um, that's Holodeck porn humping uh, Barkley. <gasps> 
That's a good These one are too. okay ones. Yeah. Well, then fuck that And person. also, I know that person's awful, so not only was that out there, but there was also a VHS copy of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels that That's they left awesome out movie. there. That's an awesome movie. That's a great movie. But they're both soaking wet. I'm like, how disrespectful can you be that you know they're both just sitting out here in the rain and now totally ruined? Can I relieve myself? Of course, Rupert. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 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 Alright, so yesterday we God, that's such a good movie That is such a good movie uh, So yesterday we were talking about this new mother. app Oh my god I Not what it's like mother. with the two of you in here No, not mother <laughs> Just throwing shit off of shelves Rupert <laughs> or Was it Rupert or Ruprechter? Ruprecht, Ruprecht. Ruprecht. <laughs> He's acting up Sorry. Just let me know when you're done Not mother <laughs> Oh my God. No, <laughs> All right, so yesterday we were talking about that new app that's uh, Rumbler, where basically you can find somebody if you want to like get into some sort of like tiff with them, some sort of fight. Oh, yeah. Of course, it's another day. Another app has been invented, and this one is a dating app for pot smokers called Hi There. Oh, wow. It's a Denver-based uh, app that you can purchase called Hi There, and it's a Tinder-style dating app for people who smoke the marijuana. That must be the most boring date ever. Like other dating apps, uh, you're just <laughs> you just get really high and just sit there yeah. in the same room. Oh, hey, yeah. Uh, you just create profiles and swipe through potential matches that are nearby, but Hi There is optimized to match people based on their preferences for consuming marijuana. Now, if a user prefers vaping over smoking, for example, <laughs> the app is likely to match them with others nearby who also vape. So douchey. Another key aspect is specifying your energy level when you're high. Oh. That way, low-energy couch potatoes won't be paired with energetic high explorers. So the high there CEO yeah, said he was ex- inspired to create the app after a date he went on abruptly ended when his dinner companion found out that he smoked the pot. Todd Mitchum, that's the name of this Well, CEO. I mean, okay, then that's not the right date. I don't think that's, that's going right to be date. like... It's not everybody. I don't yeah. think you need a dating app just for that. <laughs> Uh, Todd How am Mitchum. I going to find my soulmate without this app? <laughs> yeah. Todd Mitchum said, yo, yeah, we wanted to build a cool piece of technology to solve the problem of where do millions and millions of cannabis consumers go to meet people, connect with people, and build relationships. A lot of people say we're the tender of weed, but that's only one facet of the whole thing. It's so much bigger. So much more than that. It's so much more than that. Uh, so even though states are increasingly recognizing the need for medicinal pot, Mitchum says it's very much a taboo topic in many communities. Such a rebel. Such yeah, a rebel. Just pushing it. Uh, he notes that Hi There can also act as kind of a social okay. network for smokers who are seeking recommendations on local dispensaries to share tips or make friends with other like-minded folks. Now, wait but a minute. Already okay. have an app that does that. And if it's... Okay, so he's saying that it's taboo in certain... It's legal in Colorado. It can't be that taboo. Right. It's, I mean, it's just like it is here. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're, it's rare to encounter someone who is completely anti... That's disgusting. You smoke marijuana. Like, I mean, I don't smoke, but... I don't know many people who have a problem. How dare you? Yeah. Oh, that is disgusting. Even my little so, grandma, she's like, well, I mean, if it helps people. like Maybe yeah. you're going yeah. for the wrong kind of person. Like, I don't know. Yeah, even so. my parents are problem. cool with medical marijuana. Like, <laughs> like they're fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it well, just seems strange. Because you look at a profile and see, like, likes Pink Floyd. Yeah. See, I love all the stoner shit. Like, I I love me some Pink Floyd. I love me some, you know, from time to time, like, Grateful Dead, Bob Dylan, any of that stuff. Like, any yeah. of the cliche, like, a lot of pot smoker things. Yeah. Um, 
I just can't smoke the pot. <laughs> I wish I could. Now, is this app just going to be in Colorado or is it other places too? No, Greg. You can actually get it right now for free on your Android device. Now, here's the other thing, though. If you're in another state where it's completely illegal, isn't that just the perfect thing for police officers to download? And be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you want to go on a date? Sure. We'll be right over. Uh, hey, gotcha. I'm out. Do you have plenty of weed for me? Yeah, oh, no all right. That's Bam. a really good question I mean, because I just found this uh, hidden in this true. article. The app is only available in the 23 states that currently have medical marijuana laws on the books. That's still... It uses geofencing to lock out people in other states, uh, which they say is out of respect for law enforcement. Which doesn't make any sense. Okay. No. No. That's, that's just a, a, that's a bullshit right there. Yeah. That's a bullshit. Somebody's getting busted off of this shit, app. Bullshit, bullshit, All right. Out of Manatee, Florida... A Florida woman is facing extra charges after being arrested for shoplifting when she was searched and was also found to be in possession of Xanax pills that she had concealed in her buttocks. (laughs) (laughs) Why, in God's name, if people are being arrested, do they try to hide things in their rectums? Like, why don't just put it in your pocket? It's less embarrassing. Because now Gina uh, Ginger Cooper, twenty eight, well, always you know is the girl who shoves Xanax in her butt. Right. Just put <laughs> it forever. in That's your pocket. You're... Oh, you're the Xanax butt like, girl. It's not like you're going to be arrested, and they're not going to do a search. Like they're going she's, to search you. She's just forever known as Happy Ass. Right. <laughs> well, Ginger Cooper was arrested. What what store was she arrested at, guys? Walmart. I'm going to guess Walmart. Yep. Maybe. You're right. In a Florida Walmart supercenter, according to deputies, Ginger Cooper selected several items from the shelves in the store and while at the self-checkout register sneakily put nine of her items into her cart without scanning or paying them, uh, paying for them. The combined value was $71.27 Deputy said. That's all it was? That's all it was. I mean, if I'm going to steal something that way. It's got to be significant. Yeah, it's not going to be $71 worth of something. I had a friend when I was younger when I was little, probably like 7th or 8th grade who was, like, the biggest goody-goody I'd ever met, but for some reason she was a fucking klepto. Like, she would just (laughs) steal things. She had money, no reason whatsoever to do it. Um, This is, like, a friend that I went to church with. She just, like, had to do it? Yeah, she would just steal, like, we'd go to the Kmart that was in town when I lived in on Whidbey Island. And we'd just go out, and I would see, and I'd see her stealing stuff, but I never asked her about it, but, I mean, I'd see her just, like, take a lip liner and, like, shove it in her pocket. And like a lipstick, put huh. it like wow. like earrings. Just take things. She never talked about it, but I'm like, what is happening? Why are you doing that? She never got caught, at least to my knowledge. I was too much of a wimp for that. Yeah, no, I yeah, I couldn't do it either. Mm-hmm. I just lived in fear of what my mom would do to me, like <sighs> if I was caught. Oh, oh yeah. Like with a cop, if I ever did something bad, I was like, please throw me in jail. It's just just, yep. just don't call my mom. Whatever you do, don't. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, according to the report, uh, deputies said that a search after Ginger Cooper was caught revealed that Cooper was in possession of three Xanax pills that she had wrapped in a plastic bag and shoved into her buttocks. Now, Cooper told authorities that the pills belonged to a friend who told her to hold them. Just what keep a them shitty warm. friend. <laughs> well, literally, but I mean, like, if a friend asks you to hold them and then you're just like, okay, my friend wants me to hold their drugs, I'm going to stick it in my butt. Yeah, that's well, what I should do. She doesn't want me to keep her drugs in my in my pocket. No, no, I'm gonna stick them like way in there. Instantly. No one will think to look here. Oh well, just spoiler alert: they always think to look there if you're going to jail for th- for stealing something. Attention, criminals! If you have an orifice, the cop will look in it. They will look inside <laughs> of your will. orifices. Just keep it in your pocket; it's gonna be found. 
so Cooper, Ginger Cooper, has been charged with shoplifting and possession of a con- controlled su- substance. She was released from Manatee County Jail on bonds totaling $1,620. Again, her bonds were sixteen twenty. The uh, The amount of merchandise that she stole was $71.27. It's not worth it's it, kids. It's not worth it, Ginger Cooper. Not worth it. How much you want to bet it was like a carton of smoke she was trying to smuggle? <laughs> I, to it's always away. disappointing to me when they have those stories and they don't tell you like what, what they, they were stole. trying to steal. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, just it was seventy one dollars and twenty seven nine items at seventy one dollars and twenty seven cents. That could be anything from Walmart. Yeah, you never know. I don't know. Well, I think I'm going to end with that one. All right, you guys, All there right. you have it. <laughs> no one's crazy. You don't stick things in your butt. The cups will always find them. There's there's the That's lesson right. to learn. You know what? Your your orifices aren't nature's purses. Just put them in your pocket. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So what we should call the episode today, Greg, Nature's Purse? No. No. I don't it's think your heavy. butt is nature's purse. No. <laughs> Carry on? No. There's something else that's nature's purse. I think we've had I that discussion. Know. We know what it is. That's why I said all orifices. Yeah. Uh, should we do a little bit of ball talk? Butts to I balls? <laughs> Damn it, I was trying to avoid that. <laughs> um, it's just a natural. It's a, it's a natural trend. Sure you don't want to roll into a sponsor first? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Greg's always super excited when we do that. No. Uh, we appreciate our sponsors here at Fun Employment Radio. You were all awesome. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. It's short balls. And... I'm going to end this episode of Ball Talk with not an apology, but a sign of encouragement. We'll leave it at that. What? I'll, I'll, I'll explain here in a minute. Okay, that was weird. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point out the good things in something. Wait, are you going to say, are you going to start with the bad and then end with the good? We end with I the I think good. I'm ending with the good. Okay, you end on the positive. Yeah, there's only a couple of things before we get to that. Uh, all right, first up in Ball Talk, we have this. Um, there was a, there's Saint, this, is, this took place in New Jersey. At St. Benedict's Preparatory School in Newark, New Jersey. So this uh, is where was that again? St. Benedict's Preparatory School in Newark, New Jersey. Okay, thank you. And they were getting ready to have an under 13 youth soccer tournament that was going to be taking place on Sunday, November 8th. And so they're there. You know, it's it's uh, it was a night game. So it was all lit up, ready to play this game. And they got a call saying, no, you need to hold off. There's something that's going to happen on this field, and we need, you, we need you guys to stay off of it for a little bit. What happened was the owner of the New Jersey Devils and Philadelphia 76ers, apparently it's the same owner, this guy named Josh Harris, didn't want to have to wait too long when he got done with uh, watching a Devils game. So he had his helicopter land on the kids' soccer field to en- ending their game. They couldn't, they couldn't play, and then was so late... They ended up having to cancel the entire soccer game because this guy, <laughs> this guy decided to hang around the stadium longer. Wow! While his helicopter was on standby for him to leave the game. All right, that's super douche. Yeah, yeah. you you think you would think the stadium would have a helicopter pad? I mean, the Rose Garden does for uh, for Paul Allen. They've yeah, got but a I mean, is that pad. just because it's yeah. Paul Allen? I don't know. I, I mean, you would think every stadium would have some kind of a helicopter. Yeah, why why land in your stadium? Well, he landed or, on the kids, this kids' soccer field. Oh, waiting to get into it? Oh. Yeah, the, he had the helicopter land on the soccer field 
ruining the kid's game. Ruining their game? What an yeah. asshole. Because he was waiting there, I guess, to, to take his to take his flight. I don't know that game was going to end in a tie anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's possible. All right, anyway, moving on to ball talk. Kids learned a valuable lesson there. Yeah. Rich people don't give a fuck Get about rich. You. Get you rich. <laughs> Quit playing soccer and make money. <laughs> um, all right, moving on to ball talk. Uh, we got this. This took place with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the Buccaneers not doing so well this season. Not doing the greatest. And they ended up losing to the Giants 32-18 to on Sunday. And one of their fans was so upset, he decided to take matters into his own hands to let them know his feelings about it. So I guess at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers corporate offices, which is near the stadium, they have a giant 80-foot by 50-foot flag that uh, hangs from a 15-story pole. It's a Buccaneers flag. Jeez. Wow, that's huge. It is. That's what she said. This guy somehow got up there to the flag and attempted to light it on fire <laughs> to show his <laughs> demonstration. I was really hoping that was going to end with light it on fire. That's well, awesome. he, he tried. It's a fire retardant flag. Apparently, they've thought about this before, that somebody would try to set it on <laughs> Some fire. Some drunk idiot might light our flag on fire. And that <laughs> drunk idiot is 32-year-old Daniel Justin Raboni of oh. North Palm Beach, or That's Raboni. Right. You, you didn't say that right. Florida man. Yeah. Florida man. That's why it's a David fire Raboni. retardant flag. Daniel Raboni. Yeah. The owner's like, you know, our team's in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Florida. He, he, I guess he was, he did damage a small part of it, probably trying to light it on fire. And uh, he was charged with felony criminal mischief and marijuana possession. So that's what happens when you smoke marijuana. That's right. And that's really the root marijuana cause of this, cigarettes. isn't it? Isn't that really what it comes down to? I'm going to put a profile on that app and say likes lighting flags on fire. Yep. Yep. If he hadn't been smoking marijuana, I doubt he would have done this. Yeah. That's what made him do it. If he'd have put it in his ass like all good Floridians. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. He wouldn't have been busted with that either. Right. All right. Finally. Oh, wait. Not finally. We've got one more story. This is... This is something that's been kind of a long time coming, and I think there's a lot more that's going to be happening on this. So, you've probably seen at some point, even if you don't... uh, If you don't follow sports... Advertisements for either FanDuel or DraftKings. Oh yeah, these are fantasy sport, fantasy sports, mainly football, I think. But I, I guess they do other stuff too. Um, they're they're sites where you pay in, and then supposedly you can win money. And they advertise everywhere except for here at Fun Employment Radio. Actually, I didn't even <laughs> think about that. We should have gone for that. Yeah, yeah well. should have. Well, yeah, too late now. Oh. FanDuel yeah. and DraftKings. <laughs> And they've they've been able to get away from being called gambling sites. They were they were uh, known as oh, shoot. I'm, there were there was there was a way they were getting around this, and I'm sorry, my my little note went away. But though a contest of chance is what they were calling it instead of gambling. A game of chance is that what is you it because you're not playing against the house technically? Yeah. I guess it was it was really hard, this really weird way how they got around it, yeah, and how they got around being called a gambling site because the gambling online gambling that's technically illegal and it's got to be regulated a completely different way and there's there's all kinds of different ways how how it works, and they were getting around that and coming in with tons of money, I mean billions of dollars these sites are making. Now there comes this: the New York Attorney General. Eric Schneiderman declared Tuesday that daily fantasy sports constitute illegal gambling in his state, and he sent game operators DraftKings and FanDuel cease and desist notices to uh, get them to stop using those to stop advertising those sites in the state of New York. Turns out New York is the biggest market for both of these both of these that websites. Makes sense. Wow, really? I well, like, yeah. yeah, they're kind of gambling people. 
you think yeah. like New York City. Like they're they're gonna gamble. And that's a pretty passionate sports crowd too. I mean, mm-hmm. All the different teams there and and money. Yeah, lots of money. lots of money. I remember every time I saw an ad for him, I thought like, how is this not gambling? Yeah, it's, it's gambling. Right. I mean, I don't care. Gamble. Oh, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Have fun. But it is gambling. It is gambling. Like, don't convince yourself that it's not. Right. So I always wonder, like, how do they get it? Because remember, remember years ago, it used to be the online poker stuff. And mm-hmm. they, same thing happened to them. They got shut down. Yep. Where they went offshores. Yeah, because yeah. it was like, oh, you paid 20 bucks and you might win something back in your poker tournament. Yeah. Like, what's gambling? Or but, they would have, like, their non-pay site would be like... Like gamblewithme.net, <laughs> but then the real one was gamblewithme.com, and so people yeah, would totally you know. So they'd get away with advertising the free site, but they know people are going to end up on their right. other one. Yeah, I remember oh, there's a bunch that were doing crafty. that. Crafty, crafty. Yeah. Go to funemploymentradio.net, <laughs> but then pay it, dot com. I don't know. Anyway, um, that was just weird. It was, it was strange. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to make it work. Finally, in ball talk, we've got this story, and this is something. This is something personal. I want to. Oh, God. I want to bring this up. Uh, we've got some listeners in Indiana and Cincinnati and Colts fans all over the place. Yeah, Paul's really happy with you, by the way. What happened? Oh, God, Greg, what did you do? You don't, well, the, when they, you predicted the Colts as a Super Bowl champion. I don't remember that. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no. Oh, what happened? What who did, did that? Do? What? I don't know what. what, who, what? <laughs> who said that? I don't, I, don't, I don't remember that. You didn't hurt somebody, did you? Indianapolis Colts announced today that quarterback Andrew Luck incurred abdominal injuries during Sunday's victory over the Broncos and will be out for two to six weeks. I also read somewhere that he has like a lacerated like liver or something. Wait, their quarterback? Lacerated kidneys. That's what he's got. Yeah. Oh my it's god, bad. Greg! It's like potentially career ending. No, it says he's going to be out two to six weeks, but that's seasoned. Um, in their defense, they did do it, make remove because I think the Broncos were undefeated. Yeah, they did. They beat the so Broncos. they beat the Broncos. So they get one what win this year. What more do you want? Yeah. Oh he was like God. that A wing pirate, e- Return of the Jedi, just slamming right into that superstar destroyer. Uh, so Andrew Luck is out. I still, you know, stand by. Wait, did I make a prediction? I don't think I made a prediction about this season. So I'm pretty sure. You did. did. I still have the email because Paul sent it to me <laughs> saying, Goddamn Greg Nibbler just said the Colts were going to win the Are Super Bowl this year. Are you kidding me? I know. So, Well, here we go. Now they've got a backup quarterback, Matt Hasselbeck. Oh, what are you gonna, planning on doing to him? Well, I'm saying now it's going to be his time to shine. He's like an older guy. He's going to come in. He's going to save the day. Colts will be a great story. He, and they'll be thanking me by the end of this season. That's what I think He wasn't even is. great at his prime. <laughs> he was best known for dating what's-her-name Hasselbeck. And that's right? why... Uh, no, that's his... Or his wife? His brother oh, is married to Elizabeth So he's Hasselbeck. not even the good Hasselbeck. <laughs> yeah. He's still playing. No, Paul was angry at you from week one. When they lost to the Bills. Well, in honor of Paul, I've got this. <laughs> this is for Andrew Luck to get well. Oh, this is man. called the Luck Song. <laughs> well, I was sitting around with a friend of mine. He's my football friend. It's Sunday game time. <laughs> Wearing jerseys in blue and white. I'm rocking 12, he's 87. We're feeling all right. In walks a guy in the other team's gear. Whole place was empty, but he sat right near. 
Looks at all colors and he shakes his head. Looks like this clown is wearing red. He says his team is gonna win today. That's when I thought it'd be a perfect time to say, put your money where your mouth is and give me five bucks. Every time there's seven points from Andrew Luck. Oh my oh, God. Shucks, it's Andrew Luck. Look at all those touchdown passes he shucks. Coming to your town in his touchdown truck. Y'all better make way for Andrew Luck. In honor of Andrew Luck. Wow. Coming to the town in his touchdown truck. <laughs> Paul's writing the email like right now. Oh, I know. Like he's drafting it right now. Yeah, I already saw his email from earlier today. Oh, did you? Yep. Yeah. And Patch wrote one on Twitter too. Yeah. Because they always see me on those too. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Who's winning the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, Carson. <laughs> Oh my God, you know, statistically, Greg. they could still get in the playoffs. They can, indeed. That's what I mean. When this is when this statistically when speaking comeback yeah. happens, right. I mean, it's going to be so impressive. I expect full credit for it when when that does occur. Oh boy, you're really pushing it. Full tithings, yes, absolute tithings. When the Colts <laughs> won the Super Bowl at some point in the, so Aaron, the franchise, you yes. Thought- <laughs> Did I say this year? I said they'll win it sometime. Okay, I do believe in that. All right. Well, Aaron, as we were talking about earlier in the show, you have a billion projects that you've been working yeah. on. So why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your latest ones, what you've been doing. Uh, well, right now I'm writing uh, three separate comic scripts. Yes. Which is nuts. And I'm working on book two. Uh, yes. Now, I'm very excited. I finally kind of... Which I have been waiting for. You're going to be waiting for a while, Stobie. I know it's just I'm going to be waiting for a while. You're still going to be waiting for a while. I but know. Book two is, is very much underway, and I'm super happy with it. Um... So yeah, I'm working on the next issue of Dark Anna and Pirates of Kadath, uh, the next issue of La Brujeria, uh, a new series called Adelita, which I'm probably saying wrong and Bean's going to yell at me later for it, but I've got, I'm tired. I don't <laughs> care. Whatever. Uh, the second book from the, yeah, from the Forgotten Tears series and a script that I'm working on that I can't actually say why. Ooh. I have to do okay. those things. Ah. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. Uh, there's a... There's a thing happening. There's a thing, thing happening, and there's a, there's an actual real company that wants to take a look at it when it's done. Oh, that's sweet. Really cool. Yeah, so no, I'm super busy doing all those things, plus shows and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, Including Geek in the City tonight. Yeah, with New Time. New Time. Mm-hmm. It's still going to be on Wednesdays, but now it's at 6 o'clock. 6 p.m. Pacific time right here on the Foot Employment Radio. Well, it yes. feels like 8 o'clock anyway because it's so dark outside. I know, and I'm just yeah. I'm so glad we were able to start doing an earlier time because oh, I just sure. got tired of getting home at 10.30 at night. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so much nicer. Yeah. And I remember when we first started doing this show years and years and years ago, nothing in this town happened on Wednesdays because mm-hmm. right. we're like, let's do Wednesdays because nothing happens. Now everything happens on Wednesdays. <laughs> Everything's on Wednesdays. Yeah. I get yeah. so many like, hey, come out to this event. It starts at 8. I'm like, Ugh. So now we can start doing events and stuff, oh, which is that's really cool. Awesome. So yeah, and this week we've got on uh, Steve Coker. He is the director and co-writer of the Flash musical, which you guys have to oh, go to. Oh, nice. Oh, very cool. So yeah, they take Flash Gordon, but then they turn all the songs into Queen songs. They take all the Queen's greatest hits and work uh-huh. them into Flash. Oh, nice. Okay, that's it's amazing. amazing. Wow. It is so good. Um, and he's going to be on tonight. He'll be on tonight talking okay. about it because it opens uh, It opens tomorrow night and it runs through the 21st. Oh, how cool. And uh, fresh off his new baby. I mean, he didn't make it, but uh, Dan's <laughs> going to get to pop back. Yeah, he didn't. Dan's going to get to pop back on the show again for a little bit, which oh, is awesome. Oh, very cool. So he's been talking about Swashball, fuck, which is also this weekend. Jeez. And he's got a special update for longtime Giga Series listeners that they're going to not want to miss. Ooh. But it maybe involves... 
his most epic Kickstarter backing of all time. Oh. There is still... I know what you're talking about. ...more fucking news on this thing. Wow. It's just the gift that keeps on giving. And that's all tonight. It's all 6 tonight's. p.m. Yep. Geek in the City. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to yeah, find no, out. It's, God, he told me about it a couple days ago. I'm like, seriously? He's like, yep. How do God. you know, Greg? I'm pretty sure I know. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I know. Okay. Yeah. Most people are going to know. All right. And yeah. No. It. So, yes, everyone tune in. There is an update on, on you know what. I don't want to say. I want you to tune in, but. Yep. All right. It's a goddamn update. All right. Again. So, listen to that tonight and then come and hang out with us tomorrow night. Aaron, you said you're going to be hanging out. I tomorrow. am going to be there. Yes. So, we're going to be at Landmark Saloon for our first bingo night. Maybe yes, last. Indeed. So, come and find <laughs> out. We would like to do more. I know. Let's see how it goes. We need your support. Landmark Please Saloon. Please show up. 4847 Southeast Division. Yes. Well, I'm not concerned about people showing up. I'm more concerned about us being able to. Be bingo callers. I believe in you, Greg. Do you believe in me? What is it? As a bingo caller? Sure. Yes. Thank you for the support. Well, I wanted to be honest. Just make sure yeah. you read the balls right. Right. Like, don't read them upside down. I mean, I worry. You you know, you get nervous in front of crowds, so I'm just worried you're going to mess up and be like, B17. Oh, no, wait a minute. B12. Like, that's going to be bad. You can't do that. I'm not going to do that, you yeah. jerk. <sighs> make sure your B's and your G's are real clear. And your D's. Thanks, guys. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun and Public Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.